When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Before we get back into the football, plenty to get to certainly on that. We have your calls as well. What's up with your Detroit Pistons, man? I mean, listen. It's- the Knicks have beaten them like 12 straight times now. Thank they you. swept them in the season series. Your team s- sucks. They're so bad. Yes. It's sad. Their number one pick is done for the season. Yes. They're just, like, it's embarrassing how bad. I feel bad for Dwayne Casey. Why? Because he's got to coach this garbage. Jalen Duran lost his his passport. He can't even go to play against. Like, he can't you going to France? Come on, man. Like, what? They, they're supposed to go to Paris, have this great game and all this. But grow the game. Wembanyana is there in in France. Yeah, and so, you're like, so, so they like Dern. Don't he's come. gonna he's gonna look Don't at this because like, Wayway is gonna take that position. He's gonna look at this team like, man, I'm not going there. Nah, because you know he has a choice, right? If he don't want to go to Detroit, he ain't going to Detroit. He gonna go to Detroit. You think so? We're gonna tell him about the proud history, three it's, championships. It, it, it's the just Motor City. It's sad. It's sad. You should be sad. Hold up, bro. You should it's be just sad. A, it's just a guy that supports the Knicks telling me that the Pistons should be sad. Yes. Who's had more heartache? That's how sad it is. Who's had, and even I'm telling you, you should be sad. Listen, That's how sad it is. We're going to do what you can't do. Oh, we're going to tank, <laughs> and we're going to get an opportunity for a gym. Mm-hmm. And You're we, not and we, and we, getting Yana. Okay. You had Bobo, and, okay, you, and okay, you didn't okay, stay okay, with but, him. But who else, who else is in this draft that's not named Weiwei? Scoot Henderson. Okay. He's really good. So we get Scoop Scoop. You're not getting Scoop. Yeah. See, cause, so we can't – hold on. Hold on. We can't get Weiwei, and we can't get Scoop Scoop. No, you cannot. So this is what this is why. Just because you guys had the opportunity to take Hollenberg, mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. and y'all did wrong. Right. And we we yeah, listen, we, we we got we got we got some bad you things, right? You took Darko instead yeah, of we didn't Carmelo take Melo, Anthony. You're right, you're right. But you know what we did in between that? What'd you do? We won a championship. So it, it, it's tough to swallow that we could have had Melo, but we still get that chip. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't got to the chip. Y'all ain't even got to the chip. Yeah. Y'all ain't even got to the East. When the last time y'all been to the Eastern Conference Finals? It's been a couple of years. In the 2000s. Just a couple of years. It was. Eastern Conference Finals? Yes. They got to the Eastern Conference Finals in the 2000s. What 2000? One? No, 2000. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the 2099 season. Hey, you, you asked me. You can't, roll, you, can't, you can't roll that up. You can't. You can't. You asked me. No, this is not it the round. 2000. This is not the roundup. They lost to the Pacers. <laughs> Patrick Ewing's last years with the Knicks. That's how long ago it was. 23 years. Now Patrick can't win a damn game at Georgetown. Oh, man. Like, this Bart, is that's, tough. Bart, we need to send him some help. How do we get him help, man? I don't know. We send him way, way. We get Tell him we to play in college one year. You know what? The Knicks should should win the lottery, draft one by Yana, and then and send, send him to Georgetown. <laughs> yeah, first things first, you got to help Patrick. We gotta I, get I, don't, I don't know how Patrick survives this one, man. He survived last it's year. It's 20, 26 straight conference. He had, they haven't won a Big East conference regular season game in like 26 games. Is it a talent problem that yes. he's not recruiting yes. right? Yes. Yes. I think the worst thing that happened to Patrick – was were those first year when he was a coach first year those mic'd up 
yeah. in the huddle. When have right. you shot that shot? Did you practice that shot? Right? When he started, when he, I mean, he was tough on his players. Yeah. But we saw it old school as that's, that's Big Pat. That's the big fella. That's what he does. He's going to mold and shape young men, which is what John Thompson did with him. But when these that gets di- out, these are, these are different. Young you men. got you got kids that are like, man, I ain't, I ain't doing that. Yeah, this is different young men, and that's it's always hard for some of these guys from the old school to be able to hit that refresh button and yeah. understand that I have to do something my way and the new way. It can't be just my way. Yeah, I, and you see Dion trying to do it because Dion is really traditionally a throwback. He believes oh, yeah. in all the old school principles, but he also believes in let me bring in Brittany Renner so he can see like what women, you know, you know, women that have been with a lot of men that's been in that high position and, and what the consequences are sometimes. You know, he he's he, he's But I think he had, what Dion does because he, has, does, because he though, has young kids though. But what Dion does when he coaches and when you see him in front of kids is he will be blunt, he will be, you know, he will come off as aggressive, but he's also Extremely motivational and to a cool, point yeah. where you kind of like I gotta believe I want to believe in this guy. You. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he and and of course, obviously his his background, which you're just you know this guy's had success, and if this is the way to do it, I'm gonna follow it. And he's showing you how to make money, and that's the other part of it because he's a coach. But who got more endorsement deals yep. as Dion the player? He's not getting uh, endorsements as Dion the coach. Mm-hmm. He'll start getting some of those, I'm sure. I but think he's he getting is. Affleck is that. Yeah, the Affleck. But a lot of his stuff is because he's Deion Sanders. And he's yeah. just the coolest dude in the room. Yep. And uh, Ed Reed trying to do it at uh, yeah, he, all, my boy off to a bad start. And Ed 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 Reed went to social media went and went Flocka. off on everybody. Did you see that? Yeah. All about because he said like the campus was there was garbage all around the facilities where they were supposed to use it for football. Yeah. And he was he went off on everybody there about the fact that he had to get his players to clean up. Yeah. And you he, can't even. I, we were gonna. I was gonna get a cut of it. You can't play. Oh no, we got it. Here, listen to listen to Ed Reed. I'm sure we cleaned up some of this because yeah, there was a lot yeah, of yeah. a lot of language in it. But Ed Reed went on Instagram and went off on his college that he just signed with. I've been munting and showing. Shit. I chose not to, but now I'm out here walking with the football team, picking up trash. But I'm munting us, man. Get out of here, man. I should leave. I'm not even under contract doing this. I'm munting us, man. Get out of here, man. They mutt me. These mother. I didn't even clean my goddamn office when I got here. I'm mutting y'all. Get your ass, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. All the shit here was trash in front of me. You know Who you cra- think got cleared out? That building right there got trash in it. It's trash. What are you talking about? I need no goddamn donors to come out and help out because people just want money. I tell you what, man. He was no, no, living. No, honest guy, right? I've been in some of the most intense games with every Pittsburgh Steelers, I mean, Patriots, like Cincinnati when they were going. I have never, ever in my life heard Ed Reed cuss like that. Seriously. Ever in my – he's not a cusser. I've never, ever heard Ed Reed cuss. Ever. So that's out of character for him is what I've you're ne- saying. He must have be somebody must have said something about what he was saying. Yeah, what, when him. he's saying mutton, like what what is he what is he talking mutton, about? Like dogging us. Like like they said I guess the university so like, he mutt, school, like he mutton us. So somebody at the school was like, complaining. yo, you playing us, yeah. Probably saying like you mutton us, you playing us, like you dogging us. Like why you dogging us? Like I'm out here with players picking up trash. We supposed to be out here practicing. That's that's yeah, something Bethune that Cookman now. This I is should where he's yeah, at. I used to do that with my high school. 
like my coach, we, our stadium, people would be out there, be drug needles and condoms, and Damn. and like we would have to clean up the field because we got to practice on. It. We don't want to fall on dirty needles and stuff like that. Yeah. And our, my coach would cut the grass with a hand uh, lawnmower the whole week, and we would rake as a team, like to keep our field right. You don't not supposed to do that at an institute for uh, higher education, and you talk about all this money that was supposed to be allotted to some of these programs you know, through the uh, Trump administration and not through the Obama administration, how is it not going to, you know, the football team is usually, you know, the bands in the football team and, and, and HBCUs are usually the money getters. So well, they, they bring in a name like him. Yeah. And and this is becoming a thing. Now you're seeing a lot of former players yeah, Hugh, trying to give Hugh back. Jackson trying, and Gramlin, uh, Eddie yep. George in Tennessee. And you're seeing – you know, these guys come in and say, you know what, I'm going to give back. I want to, you know, help the program. I'll come here. I'll get you some exposure. Because Henry don't need money. And of course. Because he don't spend money. Oh, yeah? He's the cheapest dude in the world. Well, I don't think he's had a haircut in a while. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he out there looking like Frederick Douglass. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were uh, going somewhere else. Washington. But he, so you're saying you've never heard him talk like that, he don't, he don't which talk. shows you just I, how. I've never seen him put two or three cuss words in a hey. sentence. Mm. He might say damn or it. Yeah. Or uck. But I've never heard him use all three of those in the same Every, like, everything in the same yeah. rent. 800-919-3776 is the is the number. Uh and let, another news item around the league that I wanted to get to you with before we get back to the local stuff is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And the interesting post that he put up. Yeah, that's some passive aggressive stuff. Where like what are we doing now? Like See, this, All right, so he doesn't go to the game, which is not out of out of character because he actually hasn't gone to games, to road some, games. But you don't know what his. But he didn't is. go to a playoff game. Like, but you what are we supposed but, to read into this? You don't know if flying creates more swelling in the knee. A lot of times when we fly, we have to wear compression um, Where sleeves. Go? Where did they go? Yeah, Cincinnati. I mean, it's a two-hour flight. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah, but I don't. You don't know if it's agitated if he was standing back for more treatment so he can maybe try and come back and hopefully they win and play. And I don't want to set you up. But RG three, yeah, he's he came and, off the and, apologist and, and, and Michael Vick as well, getting involved on social about this stuff. Yeah, because yeah, because 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 came off RG three was just being a super apologist and like even Steve Young was like, bro, what are you talking about? You can't put stuff out like this. But this is what happens when you have a, a agent. Your agent usually comes out and defends you and kind of leaks certain things. But when you're a player. You got nobody that can do that for you to be the buffer between the organization, the fans, and yeah. the player. All right, so let me set it up for everybody listening who might not know how this is going down. So first of all, Lamar Jackson, before the game, put out on social media, and we, I think we did discuss this on Friday, right, why he can't play, he yeah. wants to be out there, but the knee swelling, the issues that he Harbaugh has. Harbaugh didn't. Right, and Har- right. Harbaugh like, kind of left it out there as if like, Wide oh, open. he can play, he's just refusing to. And then yeah, Lamar Sammy said, I can't And all play. that stuff where I wish he would just come out here and, and, and try. Yeah, and, and, then, and then so uh, Michael Vick uh, said on Fox that he should just throw a brace on and get going. And then RG3 said that anybody that's saying something like that without saying Vick's name yeah. should get their head out of their ass. So, and obviously, look. RG three's been through yeah, he, he, injury. But, but he, our, he knows that whole thing. RG been talking a lot. He been he been get, he, he be getting a little edgy, man. You gotta check them resumes and the people you're talking to. You're talking to Steve Young, a Hall of Famer. Michael Vick was one of the most electrifying players for a long time, man. But 
again, RG three's been through a lot injury wise. Talk about a guy that shouldn't have played, and he did, and it look what it led to. So, so anyway, th- this is the kind of stuff. This is now beef. This is media beef yeah. with former players. But where do you stand on this whole Lamar Jackson situation? Because obviously you are close to it, being a former Raven. Yeah, I mean, listen. I wish he wouldn't put out that tweet because now it, it makes it, you know, he puts the, the organization in a tough situation. And at the end of the day, the organization has all the leverage, right? This is a proud, historic uh, franchise that have been ran probably like one of the best franchises in oh, all yeah. sports. It's, mo- it's been a model franchise. Right. And they are the team that took a chance on him. Now, I'm not telling Lamar Jackson to go out there and put his future at risk, especially when he hasn't been properly compensated. He did that by going and showing up to camp without a contract. But when you don't have an agent, it's hard to have those tough conversations because now the things that they would be telling your agent is your agent would never tell you that they said. Right. They have to say to you directly. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reality is that Lamar, no matter if you got hurt in the pocket as a regular quarterback, not being an athlete and running, you still haven't played for us for 11 games. Yeah. And those 11 games that you missed last year and this year, took us out of the playoffs because when you got hurt, we were in first place in our division. Mm-hmm. And you haven't been able to answer the bell. So why should we buy into you long-term like that with guaranteed money? Now, if it's been reported that the money today uh, guaranteed Lamar was like 140 then that's disrespectful because Kyler Murray has $190 million guaranteed. Um, Deshaun Watson has $230 million guaranteed. Right. So I think Lamar Jackson should be somewhere in between the middle. But with that being said, when you look at what Tannenbaum's talking about, $50 million for Daniel Jones annually, Lamar Jackson is steady making more money by not signing. Mm -hmm. Because even if he – the percentage of guarantees now should be crazy. Eventually he'll be the next guy up. Yeah, because if he's 50 – if he's 50 – If Daniel Jones is 50. If Daniel Jones is 50, Lamar is 55, that means Joe Burrow, if he takes his team back to the Super Bowl, is 60. or, Or Justin Herbert is 60. And then Burrow when does, when is 62. Like, when does it stop? Mike Tannenbaum is going to join us, by the way, at the bottom of the hour, so we'll get his take on this and other things as well. And I also asked him about what he said yesterday about Daniel Jones being a $50 million a year player. But on the Lamar Jackson front, he went back to social media then because of all the noise, right, and said, when you have something good, you don't play with it. You don't take chances losing it. You don't neglect it. When you have something good, you pour into it. You appreciate it. Because when you take care of something good – that good thing takes care of you too. And how's that more so, subliminal? Right. And, and how's that supposed to be interpreted? That's interpreted of, oh, I could have paid. I would have took care of y'all and put take myself. Take care at of risk. me. Yeah. I would have took care of risk if y'all gave me my money. But what they're saying is, listen, we don't we don't do that, right? Cleveland's crazy, and I understand what you're saying, Alan. But this is what the Ravens aren't doing. They're they aren't going to be the outliers that the Raiders used to be. And they're not going to be what the Cleveland Browns are. Because they're not a desperate organization. Because they won two championships without a Lamar Jackson. Right. That when I say that without a Lamar Jackson, I'm saying without a top elite, fit, a top elite quarterback. Yeah, and it's not being disrespectful. Right. They just Joe didn't Black have an elite. Dilfer, Dilfer. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have an right. elite quarterback. So they good they're, so, so they're not going to do that. That's not what they do. And if they do that, that'll be the first time. But what they're not going to do is guarantee contracts for quarterbacks going forward and do that to the league. Uh, Steve Bashadi is more responsible than that. You think about you know how everybody looks at the Cleveland organization. I think his name is Haskins. Like they don't they don't rock with him anyway. That's why he he, he didn't care about giving it up because that's the only way that he can get a franchise quarterback. And they were desperate to get one. Just to hear again, just to hear what 
RG3 had to say. This is him on ESPN Radio. If Lamar Jackson is injured, which he says he is, which the team says he is, then he shouldn't play. There's a difference between being hurt and being injured, right? When you're hurt, hey, your hamstring's a little sore. You know, you got you, you got a bruise on your arm. But when you're injured and it starts involving knees, joints, and ligaments, that's a whole nother story. When you go into a season and you get injured, you never come back at 100% in that same season. So for Lamar Jackson to go out there and be the Lamar Jackson that we love and we know, he needs to be near or at 100%. And he wasn't there, so I do not fault him for not playing. He made the right decision. All right, Bart, let me throw a hypothetical at you now. Because Lamar Jackson, you know, going into free agency, whether or not they franchise him or anything else, it doesn't matter. Right now... He could be available. If you're the Jets, are you still all in? Like I said a couple of weeks ago before we knew the extent of the injury and everything else. I give it, what do they want? They want two first? Fine. Do they, what do they want? Does he want a fully guaranteed two fit? Fine. I'm Woody Johnson. I'm desperate. I need whatever it takes. If you're the Jets, mm, are I- you still feeling that same way about being all in, or is this is this enough to give you cause for pause? Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Douglas isn't going to do that either. Like the only people that's willing to give guaranteed contracts. Listen, you understand. It's a, like yeah, just, yeah, Jets are a okay, desperate franchise. Okay, Jet, but they're but they not going to do that. That that no? that'll be going rogue against everything the league has stood for. And then it's going to become the wild wild west now because now you just made pretty much everybody every quarterback from this point going on that gets a, a guaranteed contract. Why do I have to worry about that when I haven't the, had the, the, a quarterback the, the, and the, I might the, be a quarterback away for me to contender? The same the same reason why when you think about the Players Association and what they're supposed to ask for and moving the needle. And then Russell Wilson goes and does a uh, friendly deal for the for the Denver Broncos. That's what they didn't like either, right? Because he didn't elevate it, right? Yep. He came underneath yep. uh, Kyler Murray. He's a more decorated before. We didn't know what he was going to be. Oh, I know. We didn't know that he was going to stink like this. Maybe he knew. He was like, I'll take whatever you give me because <laughs> y'all going to want this money back. But <laughs> – yeah. It was his job. There's no doubt was, he, was, it, he it was, wasn't thinking that. It was that. his job to push it past Kyler Murray because he's more decorated. Right. And that's, that's the responsibility. So you're saying the players' union yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the responsibility that the players have to each other. Mm-hmm. Now, the owners have a certain responsibility because they do it. So now I'm going to end up, yeah, you might screw me this year, but eventually it's going to come back and bite you in the butt when you give it a commodity, a guaranteed contract, and they have a season injury, right. a career-ending injury. And so you're saying Woody Johnson and the Jets won't won't be party Joe to something in good like faith this. And Joe Douglas fully, not fully guaranteed. Just he thinks it's it would be a bad relationship thing for the franchise going forward yeah. around the league and for the league going forward because you know you talk about locking people in with guaranteed contracts. Yeah, that if, if for every two or three that work out, it's going to be four or five that don't work out, and you're going to be handicapped much like you used to be handicapped when you draft somebody in the top, like first overall quarterback, like Sam Bradford stuff like that. Mm-hmm. How they just ate your cap, you can yeah. never get better. Okay, but can I also throw this at you? Mm-hmm. What you're suggesting, isn't it kind of collusion? Of course. I mean, you're, you're, you're the players' union, and you're like, all right, well, we know Deshaun got that contract, yeah. so technically the, an MVP should get about that, and no one will do it because no one wants to create that animosity around the league. That suggests collusion. Well, the number one MVP, the reigning MVP, didn't get it. He's the reigning MVP. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Deshaun Watson ain't Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He hasn't accomplished what Aaron Rodgers did, and Aaron Rodgers didn't ask for a guaranteed contract. All right, but let's remove that part of it. It is collusion. Are the Jets, would, you, would you still, if you're the Jets, pay attention in a player, to this? Interested in a player, and yeah. I would give him 
every bit of a $300 million contract or a $400 million contract. But I'm okay. not guaranteeing I, I'm going to create myself some wiggle room. Yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? All oh, right. speaking of contracts yeah. and all that stuff. Like are, we, are we doing the overpaid middle linebacker segment? That's what I was here for. No, this is, this is the uh, – It's funny. That was going to be my line when you came in about, yeah. about what you said about Daniel Jones. And yeah. I was going to say that, that, you know, that, that $50 million number you put out there, I was going to suggest, well, you've been known to overpay some players in the past. So Yeah. Oh, so, so everybody just bark, barks the pinata today. Okay. Okay, let me just. Okay, anyone can get nothing. got. Nope. You said that 12 years ago on this date. Nope. I'm just going to be the pinata. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what Man G said? Eric Man said, the only person that made more millionaires than me was Bill Gates. So. <laughs> That's what's up, man. Listen, you should be proud of that. There's a lot of families eating, eating filet mignon in our cube state because of you. You know what I'm saying? All right. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get to a conversation with our front office insider, Mike Tannenbaum, who joins us. Expert. All right. All right Capologist. Mike. So, Bart, I-, I play this for Bart. And. Bart almost hit the gong. He was so like, what? And it's you were yesterday on Greeny Show, and you said that Daniel Jones should be seeking $50 million a year. That's a lot of money for now. Now, again, Daniel Jones had a really good playoff game, but that just seems like really high. Why would you go with $50 million for him, and why should the Giants pay him that? Yeah, if you just look on how we got here, right, they didn't exercise the fifth-year option, so now you're thinking, all right, is he – Ryan Tannehill, 30, mm. Kirk Cousins, 35. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr. Derek Carr, like in that sort of like B-level solid starter. Right. I think we're, we all felt good about that. Then you're like, all right, you know, this guy had a pretty good year. Like Dak's at 40. You know, like, you know, me, that that's a conversation. And then all of a sudden, like, you're a dominant, difference-making, young, ascending, high-character, physically gifted quarterback who wins a road playoff game. That's a different conversation. Mm. And there's not many of those guys on the planet. And – Here's the other thing. What's your replacement? There's about 12 teams in the NFL that need a quarterback. So 
in the context, is he worth $15 million? I totally see the pushback. But if the three of us were running a team and we said, all right, we're not going to pay Daniel Jones 50 that's crazy, guys. Mm-hmm. Who are we going to get, A, and how much is that player going to cost? So, so supply and yeah. demand is basically what you're saying here. But I would ask this. What do we think Daniel Jones would get in the open market? Would somebody in the open market give him 50? Because he is out there in, a, in like you said, a crowded pool. Jimmy G, can't stay healthy, right? Um, Geno Smith, I know he's 32 years old, but he has all the tread on his tires because he hasn't. He yeah, hasn't, he didn't play a lot. Yeah, right. so he should have eight solid years to go. If anybody can play well into their 40s, he hasn't taken any hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, Geno Smith, um, then a bunch of just dudes. But would anybody else pay Daniel Jones $50 million? And what would be the pushback to saying, Daniel, we can't pay you that much if we are going to surround you with all these players because they got to pay Saquon Barkley, Dexter Lawrence, and they got to go out and get this dude a, a, a great receiver because Kenny Galladay ain't it, and they can't cut him to after next year. Maybe a guy like Gabe Davis might cost you $20 million a year. Right. So here's what I would say, going back to the fundamental question of, like, how much is Daniel Jones worth? So we look at it and say, like, we only want to pay him 43 or $44 million. Hey, guys, we got to come up with $6 million on a $200 million cap. We're talking about 3%. we got to take it from a linebacker, a safety. Leonard got, Williams? Yeah, Leonard Williams. There's mm-hmm. plenty of fat we could trim. Like, we got to find $6 million because we, to let this guy go, again, are we going to start over with Anthony Richardson? We're drafting so far down. Will Levis is gone. C.J. Stroud has gone. Bryce Young is gone. Who are you going to get to yeah. replace him? So that's my point. Like, we got to go find that $6 million a year. And by the way, I would certainly say, hey, you want to leave money on the table for your teammates. But, you know, the pushback to that is like, look, all these other guys got it. And Patrick Mahomes got his. And, you know, they're sitting back in the, you know, second round of the playoffs. $45 million is the is the franchise tag, or at least the projected franchise tag for a quarterback uh, in 2023. Would you resort to using that, or because you have Saquon, is it better to go franchise tag with Saquon and just get something done with Daniel Jones? Because quarterbacks are, as you said, it's it's the hot, it's the yeah. hottest commodity. Yeah, look, I would certainly want to get the quarterback done first, but I, I think there's a deal with Saquon where it's probably three years. It's going to be more than you want to pay. It's probably twelve to fifteen, but. Where would you be without well, those two guys? That's Aaron Jones. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's I'm good with that. Aaron Jones, I can deal with that. What I can't deal with is a McCaffrey type of deal. Yeah. 15 to $16 million a year. Which so, is what he should be seeking because he could probably he probably he, thinks I'm that. He is, yeah, he's McCaffrey. Yeah. Not as dynamic of a receiver, slot receiver as McCaffrey, well, but you don't pretty know much. That. Just haven't used him that way. But his thighs are too big but, to come but, out in and out of breaks in the slot. <laughs> but, but let me ask you guys this. You take Saquon Barkley off the Giants, what are they? They're nothing. Well, they, they don't have any weapons at all. Yeah, they, they can't score points. Yeah. So yeah. he's homegrown. He's high character. Like, you want to say to your locker room, like, Saquon and Daniel Jones, like, this is what we stand for, fellas. Mm-hmm. Like, we got to take care of these guys. Yeah. But how, do they, how does that position age? That position, he's a guy that's already had a knee injury. Yep. He's, he hasn't stayed healthy. And it's amazing how players, Aaron Judge, everybody can stay healthy when it's a contract year. <laughs> contract year, I can play through anything. Isn't it I'm, amazing? I'm good. Like, I, I can't get hurt. You guys are amazing. So, I mean, I, I wonder, like, how do they financially stay physical? I mean, because last year they lost James Bradbury, not because they didn't weren't satisfied with his play. They couldn't afford it. Yeah. They couldn't afford him, so they lost him and had to trade him or release him or whatever they had to do. So how do they sign all of those players? I know it can be done because I watched, <laughs> I watched the Saints go from seventy million dollars under above the cap to competing for 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 Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and look, you just got to figure out like what you guys are going to graduate, you know, and you're going to like you said, 
Galladay in another year certainly will be gone. And you're going to look at other guys that just aren't living up to their contracts. Maybe it's Leonard Williams. You know, like you, you're going to have to make decisions. And look, if we're, again, running a team, we're going to have Barkley. We're going to have Daniel Jones. If we cut Leonard Williams, we're going to draft another defensive lineman. Right. You have to have somebody coming up, uh, you know, coming up obviously on, on that end. And I think the Jets have those decisions to make as well. On the Jets side of things, and we were just talking about the Lamar Jackson situation. And after everything that we've seen in the last couple of weeks, especially this past week, because two weeks ago we talked about it, and I just said, whatever it takes. If the Ravens aren't willing to pay him, if I'm Woody Johnson, how many picks? Take him. Because he wants how much guaranteed? Done. I'm desperate. I need a quarterback. But now that it's become sort of this adversarial, is he hurt really, or is he just not playing because he doesn't want to get more hurt because he wants to get paid? Is there a different feeling from a GM perspective looking at him as a player who could potentially, although it's hypothetical, be available? Is it all in anymore on Lamar Jackson, or do you have some reason to hit the pause button? Well, look, if I'm the Jets, I look at Lamar Jackson through a different lens than I do Baltimore. Like, I think Baltimore, there's definitely some deal fatigue. And obviously, there is massive irritation on both sides. And I'm probably being mm-hmm. nice by using the word yeah. <laughs> irritation. I think if I'm the Jets, this is like giving me hope and sort of like this puts our whole franchise on a <laughs> different like, trajectory. Now, go ahead. Yeah, let, you, let, let them go. Yeah, man. I need hope. Yeah, you need hope. I'm giving up the 13th pick in this year's draft, and I'm paying the extra one for next year. And again, the guaranteed money would scare me, you know, the $200 million because the ball's in his hand so much. So, How far would you go? Would you go to 200 I would fully try, guaranteed? I'd be I'd be much more comfortable at, like, 180, like that's where Kyler is. Kyler Murray. Oh, well, okay. He's going to want a little bit more than that. He's probably going to want above that. He'll, he'll, he probably can understand he's not getting paid what Aaron Rodgers got. I mean, you know. Well, he's not getting what, what uh, Deshaun yeah, got. Yeah, yeah, Deshaun. So he wants to be somewhere in between. I mean, just the idea of just Brees Hall and RPO with Lamar Jackson, Ooh. with Garrett Wilson, he's going to have arguably – And those tight ends. A, and if Beckton can come back and they switch to that power type of gap yeah. scheme because yeah. that's what he – but I, I think both can be true, right? I don't think Lamar can – I think he can flourish in a Jalen Hurts type of system, right? People act like that's the only way he can do it, is this triple option, most complex run game in the history of sports option – type of deal. I think he would be fine doing exactly what Jalen Hurts does and do it at a high level. He's an accurate quarterback, and I feel like they've done a bad job in surrounding weapons around him. I mean, every young quarterback in this league that we talk about we hold in high regard has a dude, has a guy that is amazing, you know, outside the numbers. Lamar Jackson has never had that. I mean, come on, he was throwing to Deshaun Jackson this year, and I'm not even joking. Deshaun Jackson, Sammy Watson. Still in the league. Right, right. As Sammy, no, like, no, they, no, they brought him off the couch. He yeah, yeah. In the weren't in the league. Back in the league, I should say. Right, yes. back in the league. They put a lot of resources into their tight ends, like Isaiah Likely, obviously. But he's a draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Behind Mark Andrews, so I agree. Like they need help on the outside. I think that's clear and obvious. But I think more fundamentally, like they have to resolve. If I'm the Ravens and Steve Bashotti and Eric DaCosta and Coach Harbaugh, I'm sitting there saying, like, okay, like if we move on from Lamar, and yeah, he didn't Tyler finish last Huntley. season. We didn't finish, you know, miss the last five games this year. Like, who's our quarterback next year? Yeah, oh, yeah. Who's our you quarterback? You got an answer. In yeah. that division. Right. Mm-hmm. So, Which is and, loaded. And here's the interesting part of the conversation to me, guys, both for the Giants and the Ravens. Ordinarily, we'd sit here and say, okay, we'll just tag them for a year and figure it out. I think because so many teams need a quarterback, tagging a player doesn't mean you're going to keep them this year. Yeah, and, and again, yeah, you can always then now negotiate and see what you get out of it. Um, Mike Tannenbaum joining us here, and it's in studio, which is always a lot of fun. 
Another name. I love these hypotheticals because when you're a Jets fan, this is the time of year you can actually feel good because it's all hypotheticals and all reasons to hope. But they had a great offseason last year. No, they did. I'm just talking about the quarterback position, which has taken a very long time to fill. A couple of experts, Sal Palantonio being one of them, when asked where Tom Brady, uh, uh, the right next stop for him, where should he go? Sal Pal said the Jets. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson co-signed it. Also said, you know what? The Jets would be a great place for him. You were in this division. There's a 0.0% chance that'll happen. Zero. Why are you going 0.0? Because what's lower than that? There's no way that's going to happen. I mean, if I could go lower than zero, Tom Brady is a guy that, like. The loyalty? Yeah, and he's like a little bit of a beyond reproach guy. There's no way he would ever do that to Bob Kraft or Bill Belichick. But he'll go to the Dolphins? I don't think he'll go to Miami either. We know they he were tampering with him. Yeah, but that's also different. I mean, it, the Jet Patriot thing is there. I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I'm just telling you. But he'll go to the Dolphins it, within it, the division. I will get you guys car service from your your big homes in Jersey and Long Island. Bring you into the studio every week for the next year. If Tom Brady is a Jet on opening day, we got that right. We saved that. All right, we're saving that. And, we and got that clipped not, off. Every time I'm in here, I want a funny face cookie. <laughs> oh, that's, that, but that could be arranged. That's not a problem. Funny, funny faces. What's, those aren't even cookies. Those are like scones. So yeah, what, no, they're, yeah, they're incredible. Like <laughs> what, what's the disdain so much for the Jets? Because I feel like everybody hates the Jets within this division. I, it's just because it's a New York thing. Because I feel like the Patriots hate the Jets. Yep. But the Dolphins, look at this as some type of rivalry. And I never Do they? felt it. Yes. Like really? when you Who? TB has been. Jets. TV, TB's been on both sides. He's I know been he down has. there. They treat our game like the Super yeah, Bowl, yes, and we yes. we treat their game like a, another game. Right, right, it's like, right. Like, yo, what did we do to y'all? Did, did we take their girl or something one day? <laughs> right, right, right. What right, happened? Mud like, Bowl. Right. Mud Bowl. We should be more mad at them. I, I'll tell you what it is, knowing, like, and I've been on both ends of it. When you're in that stadium in Florida, it's usually in December, it's at least half Jet fans. Well, that's, yeah. So if you're a Jet fan, it's the coolest thing. Yeah. If you're with the Dolphins, you hate it. It's the worst feeling in the world to hear that Jet chant in Miami as a Dolphin. There's nothing worse. And when you're with the Jets, you're like, oh, this is really, really cool. Yeah, all right, so 0.0%. There's no chance. Car service for a year. (laughs) Car service for a year. i got to reach out to TV now and say, just do it for a year, man. We get a car (laughs) service just to make (laughs) that about pay. I'm I'm curious about the DeAndre Hopkins um, thing, right, because he's probably going to be traded. Maybe maybe if Sean Payton goes there, he refuses to trade DeAndre Hopkins because he realized how valuable he is and he needs a guy that's a guy. Hmm. You know, after he came from um, Marcus Colson and, and came from um, what's Keyshawn's cousin uh, Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, right? But is that a better play than maybe going out and spending new money on Gabe Davis? As far as going out and get either Daniel Jones a weapon or Lamar Jackson and Baltimore a weapon, is that the best option because so much of his money has been paid up front? Yeah, that's fair from a cap standpoint. The reason I like Gabe Davis, the way the game is being played now, Bart, he is a point scorer. He's a home run hitter. And if you're the Giants, you need somebody that could just change the spacing of the defense right now because, like, right now opponents, like, I'm sure what we're going to see from Jonathan Gannon and the Eagles on the, over the weekend is they can compress the field because they know the ball's not going over the top. And one of the things where I think Jalen Hurts got a lot better this year is they could get the ball down the field, which I didn't think was going to be able to happen. But I think where A.J. Brown in particular has changed that offense is like they, it's a full field spacing. And you know as a 
former linebacker part, it's a lot harder to defend that. Yeah, vertical space, man. Real estate is tough because mm-hmm. it stretches the field, so it makes everybody have to defend more of the field when somebody's taking the safeties out the way. There's a lot of open space. It's a lonely feeling when you watch that 19-yard uh, dig, dagger, and you're the linebacker that didn't get enough depth in zone coverage or man coverage underneath. And when you have a quarterback that can run a 4-6, right, he can actually get some speed and get to get out there. Mike T, we'll leave it right there. Always good to talk to you. Thanks uh, so much. I'll, I'll go look for the car service option, fellas. <laughs> just root for it just for that. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Bart, what do you say? Because it's, you know, like a lunchtime show. We go yeah. full buffet mm. in the power hour, right? Full buffet. Anything you want to talk about? Yeah, they, overreaction, the best thing you saw all week because we yeah. weren't here Monday, so we didn't give a chance to There's a lot of things. You know, it's like I keep looking at my checklist like, man, there's a lot to get to. And instead of us just kind of like going through it, it's like, you know what, let the people decide. Full buffet is always fun because you never know what's coming. Well, so that's what we'll do. We'll do that in the power hour. So get, get in line now with the calls. You know what's crazy? Because I know a lot of people want to talk about that Nick game last night. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like yesterday afternoon. That, that game, the ending, I lost it on the postgame show. Lost it. because, And I rarely do that because you don't really want to be like that on a postgame show. But this was an instance, as I watched a replay of a certain play a couple of times, I was like, hey. Did you go full Tropic Thunder? I almost did. I mean, I went I went, I went. went Denzel as Malcolm X when he goes, right? Like, that was, I, like I had had it, and I slammed the table, which I thought might have startled Bill Pito. I felt bad for him. Scared him a little bit, I think. Wasn't expecting that out of me. I wish I had the button where I could hit. That Alan Hahn is a large man. <laughs> we don't even have that drop anymore. We got to get it back. Yeah, that'd be a nice one to have. Uh, let's get back to the calls. We have um, John in New Jersey. What's up, John? Yeah. So what's going on? How we doing? Uh, not much. Uh, I just want to talk about Bart. He's the only one that has the guts to stay, say something. I wouldn't say wild, but you know what everybody is thinking, but don't like to say. Like, I love that take with the Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts' shoes. I agree with him. They would probably be in the same position. Uh, Daniel Jones is a better pass than Jalen Hurts. I think that's common sense. Maybe you won't, Maybe some people won't agree. And he's not that far off of a runner. So I don't get how you thought that was something out of the blue that would have happened, you know, like. That's yeah, not a hot takey, man. It's not a hot take at all. Listen, I don't it's just not a hot take at all. To, I don't just say stuff to take it. As a football player, if you give him the best offense, Daniel Jones, the best offensive line, and two dudes on the outside and a tight end, and you're playing, you're playing cover one, like all Jalen Hurts make you do is play 11 on 11. But let's go back to before this season and watch Daniel Jones always had tremendous touch on down-the-field passes with nobody. This is the worst Daniel Jones will ever be if he's with Brian Dayball. He's only going to get better because of weapons and the people around him. News is different. Usually a guy's a young quarterback and he has a bunch of talent around him and when he gets paid, he loses people. But Daniel Jones ain't got nobody. Slayton, listen, I love Slayton and what he represents and everything that he's done, kind of being an overachiever, somebody they did. But the he's guy been a, he's they, been a good get. Yeah, but the guy Never they, mind the drop that he yeah, had. It's a good but, thing they got over but that. The, but the guy that they brought in to be the guy in Kenny Galladay never showed up. Kadarius right. Tony didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And if they get a, a two guys around him, man, you talk about somebody being difficult to, to challenge – I said it before. I said a couple years ago. I thought he was just like uh, Josh Allen. 
and that's on record. That's not me being high taking yeah, prisoner of the moment. He's Costco I Josh Allen right now. Yeah, Co- Costco. He's but not I, as big. But I don't think he has to stay Costco Josh Allen. The arm talent ain't too far off. Mm. The running ability is equal to me. I think Daniel Jones is smarter because he don't take the hits that, that Josh Allen takes. Fair. And I think, you know, his football acumen, he was already a more accurate quarterback coming out because he was working with Peyton Manning's um, uh, quarterback coach as a head coach. Thank you, John. Appreciate the call. Let's just go head to head here. So Jalen Hurts, this season, his completion percentage is 66.5. 3,700 yards, uh, 22 touchdowns, six interceptions. Daniel Jones, 67.2 completion percentage, so higher. Yeah. 3,200 yards is obviously less, but 15 touchdowns less to five interceptions. So 22 to six, 15 to five. I mean, and he, 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 and he, and he, but he's playing with guys that are one or two bad drops. From being in the UFSL or, 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 or being, what's, what's the new league that The Rock got? Well, there's there's the XFL and the yeah. USFL, right? Yeah, exactly. They 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 two bad drops from being there. I mean, I, it's amazing like that he's doing so much with so little. Isaiah Hodgkins, by the way, like what a revelation. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you talk about somebody that suddenly turned into a, an extremely important. Uh, it was the, was it the Bills that drafted him? Right? Wasn't he like a or six? Or Kansas City, I believe. He was a yeah, six-round pick twice. and got twice. waved twice. I think it was the Bills. He got like waved twice. He got hurt a couple of times, and they just gave up. Giants just brought him in, and next thing you know. He's that dude. He's that dude. So whatever talent you saw in him at like Oregon, Oregon State, somewhere, he, he, you know, like it's showing now. Right. Did I get all that right? But, but that's what great coaches Lacto do. Lacto said I got all that right. That's off, off the dome, brother. That's what, that's what great coaches do. Yes. Don't tell me what you can't do. Yeah, tell me, me what he can do. And then I'll use it. Yeah, tell me what he can do. Right. That's But that's, again, uh, the Dayball effect. And that's why it goes back to what I said. That playoff Teachers. game was Dayball and Wink getting the most out of that roster. They I, squeezed every ounce out of that roster. And now the question is, you really think they can do it yeah. again against the Eagles? I mean. And some people think they can, including you. I hate, I hate pushing the story forward. Uh-huh. But, man, the, all the success that the Giants are having – could cost you Wink. Could cost you your offensive coordinator. Uh, who was That's it that asked for, asked for Wink? Indianapolis. Yes, the Colts. They asked for both of them. The, and, and Kafka as well? Yeah. Yeah, so Wink, yeah, the, the, this is the newest thing. The, the Colts have asked if they could interview Wink Martindale as a head coach position. And if you're the Giants, once again, you see, there's a lot of things you can do. There's no salary cap on that. Yeah. And if you're if you're, if you're the Mara and you're Steve Tisch, like, nah, you got to look at what you got and say, yeah. mm, nah, nah, nah. what do you need? Not right now. Yeah, we're going we gonna to up that. We, we gonna, can pay you. We're going to give you some more job security. It'll be a better coaching job than that carousel that's been sitting there in Indianapolis. Oh, hell yeah. We'll go ahead and give you, uh, make you the highest paid assistant, much like um, Jerry Jones did with Dan Quinn last year. Yes, you like, brought that up. Like, listen, Wink, if you're going to be a head coach, make sure it's the right job, mm-hmm. not the available job. Right. If I'm D'Amico Ryan, it is no way I'm going to be the third black head coach of the Houston, Texas in a row. <laughs> it ain't no way in hell. Don't it, why he taking that trip? I have no idea. Well, you're doing it he- for the experience, but hell you're no, right. Hell no. The next Texans head coach, yeah, he, it can't be a black guy. Yeah, hell no. Like any black, nah. like you got to see what's going. No, nah, I'm not doing that. No, nah, no. Nah, you're going to have to hire a white guy now. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call it. Forget the the Rooney rule. We're gonna call it the Damon, uh, the uh, Kenyan Island Wayne's rule. <laughs> I'm gonna get you, sucker. I ain't falling for that, you jive turkey. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.